What is going on, folks? This is Season 1, Episode 2 of the Shane and the Burf Show. Burf, how are you doing tonight? Good, Shane. How are you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. How, how about that PA weather today, huh? Oh, yeah. 60 but, degrees last night, seven, or snow in the morning. <laughs> it is wild. So what is new? What is going on? What is the topic tonight? Uh, tonight's topic is going to be UFOs. Nice. Nice. Excellent topic. Yes, sir. Now, uh, you, you got a buddy of yours that's going to come join us as a guest host tonight? Yes. Uh, it's going to be Simplicity. Okay. My buddy, my buddy Robert. Nice. He's uh he's takes an interest in UFOs, so he'll be joining nice. us later on tonight. That's very cool. Very cool. So, where would you like to begin? Um, um, you gonna invite Robert over soon, or what? When's he gonna join us? Yes, that's the plan. Here, he should be okay. joining us any minute now. Awesome. But uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you invite him over yet? <laughs> yeah, I invited him. He hasn't joined yet, so that's what yeah. we're waiting on here. All right. Well, we can just do a little chit chat before we get started here. And uh, how how was your day anyway? Oh, it was pretty good. Worked outside in the snow, which that wasn't very fun. No, that never is, especially in uh, what April twenty first. Yeah, you're like all, your body's already for sixty degrees, seventy degree weather. Yeah, and I just helped my uncle plant seed in his yard the other day, so <laughs> for grass, grass seed. So hopefully that takes. Yeah, I planted down some down back too that I was waiting on growing, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I gotta do I gotta do it myself here. Um, probably maybe next week or something if I get a chance. But, uh, yeah, if you're new to the podcast and uh, you stumble across us and you enjoy what you're seeing, we have a uh, TikTok, which is Shane uh, Shane and the Burf podcast on TikTok. Then we also have a Facebook page, uh, Shane and the Burf. Um, it's our same thumbnail picture uh, of like on Spotify and all the other streaming services. Nice. So, yeah, if you just go upon there and you can like our page and you guys can ask us questions and everything. Um, well, too, I'd like to give a little shout out to those that are already joined and subscribed. Yes. Thank you After very much. First episode, that was awesome. Yep. Thank oh, you. and by the way, Shane, real quick, we got a sponsor. Do we have a sponsor? 80s Toys Rock. He's on Instagram and YouTube, and that is rock spelled with a C. So it's 80s Toys Rock, R-O-C. So let's oh, give a shout out to him. He said he'll give us a sponsorship. And hey, thank you, 80s Toys Rock. We love your your programming. You know, your content's awesome. Your videos are awesome. So if you guys want to see some good toy hunting videos, go see 80s Toys Rock on YouTube. And again, that's with him. Then uh, we'll post a... On our Facebook page, we'll post a link to his YouTube channel. Definitely. Channel, so you guys can check it out. 
very, very good content. Um, it's like a toy hunting vlog. So even, oh, if, great. even if toys aren't your thing, just go there and watch the vlog. Very entertaining. He does a very good job with the yep. videos. And you uh, can tell he cares about it. Oh, and he posts daily. Yes, posts daily. So uh, we highly recommend checking him out. Um, yeah, definitely go check him out. Um, you guys will enjoy his content. It's just, it's fun. It's humorous. He's got his family involved. It's just great. It's just great family-oriented entertainment. Yes, sir. Wow. Um. So your buddy hasn't come over yet, so you want to just get started on a few things here? Yes, that sounds good. Uh, he's He just texted me, said he's in the process of joining. So I say nice. let's, let's just get started. Yeah, we'll get started. And uh, when he joins in, he joins in, and we'll, uh, we'll chat to him. All right. So when did you start? What made you interested in UFOs? Then I'll share mine. Well, to be honest with you, is what really got me started interested. I don't know if you remember the old TV show from the 90s called The X-Files. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. I was a huge fan. And uh, me and my one buddy actually used to, like, never miss an episode. I forget what nights they were on. I think it might have been Thursday or Friday nights. Never missed an episode. We talked about it all the time. And uh, he always told me they lived out in the country, a trailer out in the country. And he always told me that he felt that he's been abducted by aliens, you know? Yeah. So we, I'm, I remember, oh, this is probably, well, I graduated in 96. That just tells you how old I am. It was in like 1996, our senior year. He was in a, a very bad car accident. This his whole senior year. But when he was x-rayed, because he broke some stuff in his jaw, his face, you know, his cheekbones. Right. There was a weird little metal chip in his nose well, and odd. That, very odd and the doctors didn't even know what it was it wasn't a fragment of the car or anything because where it was at there was no like cut or anything you know what i mean right so he i remember him telling me about that and then it was honestly probably about a year later um where he lived his parents had a trailer they actually had two trailers about eight feet apart from each other. And it was connected from a hallway between the two living rooms. So it was like a generic double wide, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was two separate trailers with just one hallway connecting the living rooms. And I remember sleeping in the living room on the floor in my buddy's trailer and looking across that little hallway that they had built and seeing this bright blue light. Okay. Right. Now, his mother never slept in the bedroom with her husband because he, like, snored and stuff like that. So, she always slept on the couch watching TV. So, I woke up. I saw that blue light. I'm like, okay, maybe she's just in there watching TV. And the blue light's from the TV. You know what I mean? Right. Like, maybe she fell asleep to just that blue screen back then. Right. Exactly. But I... Like, the light went away, and I got up, and I walked into the living room. The TV's off, and she's not on the couch sleeping. Huh. Now, I've spent many nights at his place, and I was there daily visiting. And she never, ever slept in the bedroom. 
That's very odd. That it was a bright blue light too, Shane. Like very bright, shining in. And I'm guessing maybe it was coming from the outside. Maybe she got abducted. You know, then next morning. I mean, this is like two in the morning. Next morning, I wake up. I go. It's like seven. I get up, and she's sleeping on the couch. So that just kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's that's very weird. Yeah. But yeah, definitely the X Files really got me started on the alien abductions and UFO stuff because Mulder was always chasing after that. Right. So, yeah, that's what really got me into it back in the day. I mean, that's what twenty, almost thirty years ago here, twenty five years ago now. So, I have two short stories about mm-hmm. my my encounters I had. I haven't really had anything too extreme. Yeah. But so my first encounter was I live in Pennsylvania. Hunting's real big around here. Mm-hmm. So I just I shot this deer and uh, I'm, I'm hunting with my dad. We're lo- like looking for this deer tracking the blood and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I probably cover about 75 yards, still tracking it, still tracking it. And I get to the top of a hill mm-hmm. and I look kind of look across and I see these three orange balls of light just kind of like hovering Ooh. above the woods. Um, so I like, I'm like, what, what in the hell is that? So I yeah. start like trying to figure out what, what could this be? Cause I'm trying to debunk it. Right. There's no, there's no way it's and no airplanes. There's no helicopters. You don't there's think three, it, they were up in the sky, like not like flashlights on the top of the hill. No, because it wasn't that dark out yet. Okay. It, it was barely dark. Like, the sun just started going down. Gotcha. So, it was definitely, I feel like the orange was coming from maybe, like, a light reflecting off of something. Yeah. So, it's just, like, they just start hanging out there. So, I'm, like, 14. So, I take my uh, phone out, try to snap a picture. But this is, like, one of those flip phone things. And mm-hmm. as I was trying to get a picture, I look up again to make sure they're still there. And the, they start moving. Oh, wow. And they're like moving right behind each other, right behind each other. Next thing you know, they like shoot up in the sky, gone. Hmm. And to this day, I mean, I consider it a UFO because I have no idea what the hell it was. Well, yeah, you don't know what it was. I mean, it's yeah. an unidentified flying object. You know? Right, right. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it could have been like an actual alien UFO, but right. I'm not too sure. It's just like a weird encounter. Yeah, definitely. Then my second story was I was at this one lake around around the house, and I was fishing with my one buddy. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And we're, like, looking out across the lake, just like, I don't know, not much to look at when you're night fishing. Right. So we're just, like, looking across the lake, and this almost, like, bluish white light rises up out of the lake Hmm. and just launches up into the sky oh wow which that to me there's like i don't i think that's almost clear cut like alien ufo well how how far away do you think that light was i like, think it was, like the lake is a small lake um, mm-hmm. i was fishing in the south end of it over by the dam so i mean you don't really see that far because the lake kind of goes off to the left a little bit okay so i mean i my first thought, hey, it's a boat. 
But then I remembered there was still snow on the ground and there was a little bit of ice out in the middle. Mm. There's no way people are walking across this ice. Right. <laughs> there's no way a boat's going through this ice. So there's right. no so there's no explanation on why this light is on the lake and shot up in the sky. Wow, crazy. Um, like how 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 big would you describe it like with your visual eye? Like what how big did it look in the sky? I mean, it looks small. Those yeah. those orange lights that I first talked about, mm-hmm. those were those were pretty large. Yeah. But this light was just a small light and it just went up at thin air and vanished. That's crazy. Um but yeah, that's my only really two encounters with UFOs. And that's what kind of got me interested. Like what right. what, what did I just witness, you know? Well, I got two short stories for you also. Um, I lived in, uh, where would that be? Near Indiana County, PA. And uh, I was outside one night smoking a cigarette on the porch. Can't remember what time it was. It might have been like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. This is in like 1998. And I watched this. I'm not lying, Shane. A disc-shaped light coming across the sky, kind of slow, and it stops, and it was hovering above, and behind us, there was a sheriff that lived behind us, county right. sheriff. And it was hovering above his house, and I actually took a picture with it with a 35-millimeter camera, but unfortunately, after 25 years, the picture's gone. Wow. But it was very bright, um, and all it was like was like a light. You know what I mean? But it was like kind of disc-shaped. So I knew it wasn't a star. It wasn't a meteor because it sat there and hovered above this house, maybe 1,500 feet, 2,000 feet in the air. Fairly large. Um, if you would look at a street lamp from like 10 feet away, right? that's about how big it looked. And I was probably about 200 yards away. So, I mean, it was a fairly large craft, I think. Um, I wish I could find that picture. It, it sucks, though, you know, that, that long ago you lose stuff like that. And then the latest encounter I had, I was at my mom and dad's where I, near where I live now. And my mom actually told me to tell this story because me, my mom, dad, and wife were all sitting out by the campfire behind their house. And this fireball was coming straight at us. I mean, it was huge, like the size of the moon looking at it. You know what I mean? Looking at a small moon in the sky, like yeah. a full moon, coming right at us very fast. And we're just standing there staring at it, and we're like, what is that? And all of us were just, like, mystified that we didn't even, like, grab a camera. Because it took, like, 20 seconds to get near us, you know, getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, it started going up into the air, rising. Because at first, I thought it was one of those like Chinese lanterns, Chinese lanterns, or maybe like a asteroid coming into the orbit, right? Or like that. But it was like, then it started rising. If it was a Chinese lantern, it would have burned up and then been gone, right? If it caught on fire. But then it started going up and up, and then finally, I'm like, oh, I gotta go get my camera, my phone. And by the time I run and get my phone, it's so way up in the air that you can barely see it anymore. Oh, man. But it was like, 
it was weird too because it looked like it was like I don't know, almost like dripping flames, you know? Yeah. That's what made me thought maybe a Chinese lantern, but it wouldn't have started rising again. It would just burned up and fell to the ground. If it caught on fire, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're just made out of paper. But yeah, that was one encounter. And my mom was telling me because but my mom was like, that, they didn't have like lights or something on it too. I'm like, I can't remember. Like I was just, we were all mystified by it and frozen, like staring at it, like frozen in time almost, you know? Yeah. But I, I think they have that manipulation to like do that to you. It's possible. That you can't react. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I have one other one short story once again. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I was, oh man, I was real young and I was over at a buddy's house. We were on the trampoline and stuff at dark. Yeah. And we happened to look up and there's like a saucer object slowly moving right over. No lights or anything. Um, we could maybe like, we saw it from like, maybe like the street light, but it was just something circle pretty right. decent size and it was just moving real slow um, hmm. which I'm not really sure what that was but I, that's really the only as long as the story is because there's really not much happened after that right I mean that's the way it seems like they are and now that you brought that up I just thought of another one that happened uh, I'm going to say end of last summer I was over at my uncle's farm and he could vouch for this too if we were to actually talk to him him and, and my cousin his son it was uh, just getting dark, um, maybe a half hour before sunset, you know. The yeah. sun was just cresting over the hill. Still pretty light sky. It was still a blue sky. We see this white object coming real slow towards us. And I said to my uncle, I'm like, what the heck is that? He looks over he's like, I don't know. What is that? And we're watching it. It's coming at us straight as it wasn't too high in the sky, you know, a few, you know, three thousand feet maybe up, you know, lower than an airplane would fly. And we're watching it, and then it's turned to the right. Well, it would have been our left watching it, but it's right. It started going that way, and then boom, it just like disappeared. Wow! But it was a solid white object. Yeah, it always seems like you always see some sort of light, then it just vanishes. Yeah, and then, like, again, we couldn't get their cameras. Like, we didn't even think about getting a camera and take a picture of it. Or, or right when you're about to make your move to get the camera. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Like, where does it go? Yep. It's crazy, man. I don't know. So how about uh, the Pentagon, huh? Yeah, that's very that's very big news. That's very big news. Going to start releasing footage and yeah. They, so uh, in case that you guys, one in California. Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, uh, over the last few months, the Pentagon's been releasing news articles. Um, mm-hmm. well, first one was a what was it, an F sixteen fighter or something like that, a jet fighter jet. We'll get with yeah, scrambled right. Yeah, they scrambled. And two pilots actually intercepted what seemed to be like a pill-shaped object going through the sky, which they have no explanation for. So this object would go blazing fast, like faster than any jet could. Yeah. And then it would just stop and hover, which 
it has to be a UFO or my God, dude, some other country is that far <laughs> ahead of us in technology mm-hmm. that we're screwed, you know? Right, exactly. Then the second one they released is, I don't know if you guys saw it, the night vision of, mm-hmm. of the triangle. Yep. Pyramid one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that one when about, I forget the ship, but it was a battleship, and it just like hovered about six to 700 feet above the battleship. Yeah, the naval ship, yeah. That was and, in California, right? Yeah, just off the shore of California. Yeah, off the harbor there for the, 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 the naval harbor, whatever it's called over there. Yeah, probably off, I don't know, maybe out of San Diego or something. Not too right. Sure. But, um, yeah, that's pretty compelling. And then I saw that in June, they're going to be preparing, like, to release a statement, which mm-hmm. I don't know if the statement's going to be, like, one page, like, another another run-in with them. Right. Or I think they could re- be releasing, like, the Roswell, all, like, 1950s and 1960s documents. Right. Like, because eventually, like, the government's known to do that. Like, after uh, 50 years or so, they're years, they declassify stuff. And yeah. Usually, the stuff they declassify is pretty insane. Yeah. That you couldn't even think of. It, like, it kind of sucks, though, that they don't declassify all info because you'll see like documents that are like stuff that's blocked out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, what's the blocked out stuff? <laughs> like, like, for example, like, Oh, recent, like a few years ago with the whole Hitler incident where they never had a positive ID on them. Right. They just released that document not too long ago. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to get pretty interesting here. I mean, I feel like they're building us up to really introduce us because we went from nothing to two Pentagon released like footage. Right. what, What was it? Three or four months. It definitely seems like they're leading us up to confirm to like, break the news. <laughs> yeah, to break the news, aliens are real, in my opinion. Yeah, because like we're just taking baby steps right now. Well, yeah, they they probably think we can handle it now because of like all the movies and stuff. You know. Yeah, like I mean, people are loving like Star Wars and Mandalorian. Like, all right, well, we got these type of aliens, so let's go ahead and see if we can introduce this because people are all into it now. You know. Yeah, and plus, not I don't know that many people that don't really believe in them. I mean... Yeah, um, even my dad, he wasn't a believer for years until he watched Ancient Aliens on History Channel. Right. Now he's like, yeah, they're real. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody kind of already knows they're real, so I don't mm-hmm. really know what they're waiting for, in my opinion. And there's so much footage, like, everywhere you go, YouTube, TikTok, ev- everything, you know? I know things can be manipulated now with CG, but I think a lot of these older videos I watch, it looks like they're taken by VHS. Um, if you guys don't know which VHS is, they it was a tape deck in the, like the 80s and 90s, before DVDs. But just old footage from like the 90s and 80s and 70s, you know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean... I feel like the next step since they released those two would be the Roswell crash. Yeah. Is 
isn't that what kind of like got people wondering? That started it all right there. Area 51 in Roswell. That's what I thought. When was uh, Area 51 founded? Do you know that information? I do not. That's something I'll have to look up. But I, it was before the Roswell crash, Area 51 existed. I do know that. Okay. That's what I was However, supposedly, though, the crash from Roswell was not sent to Area 51. It was sent to a base in Ohio. Really? An Air Force base in Ohio, yes. wonder if that is, oh, there, I know there's one out by Dayton, and then there's one yeah. close to Youngstown, too. I think it's Dayton. Military yes. Air Force Base over in Dayton. Which, that actually has a museum on it now. Exactly, with all the old aircraft from, like, World War One to modern. Yeah, which I, I actually visited that. Not too many years ago. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it was. It, if I, if you guys haven't been out there, I highly recommend going out to visit if you like. Yeah, like history and stuff. It's, it's oh really yeah, cool. Well, uh, my wife's dad, my father-in-law Joe, he was in the Air Force in Vietnam. We, t- I told you about that, right? And he took this. He was a scoutmaster, and he took you know his son Joe was in the scouts. He actually became an Eagle Scout, which is awesome. But they went out there to that museum, and like Joe tells me, like my brother-in-law Joe tells me about it all the time. Like you got to go out there, and even her dad said, if you ever get a chance, go out there because they let them on the planes and like some planes. Yeah, like I got to walk on JFK's Air Force One. Nice. Like I mean, they have a bunch of it closed off, but they like right. have plexiglass block and all the relics. But yeah they, yeah, they let you walk like right through the pathway and stuff. It's it's real yeah. cool. Yeah, I believe they like took the kids on and the Boy Scouts like on a V seventeen bomber from World War Two or something like that, you know? Yeah. And let them like walk through it and check everything out. So leading that, so we were at the museum. They uh they have one of those Blackbird, like you what is it, V two U two spy plane? Spy plane, yeah, yeah. Which I was just reading that that was uh invented at Area fifty one. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how we went from biplane. <laughs> yeah, we we go from freaking I don't even know, dude. Because like, I think was that, that was built in like the fifties, I believe. Like, what was the technology like back then? Like, you have freaking like there's no cell phones or anything. Well, but, yeah, and yeah, barely at the end of the war, we like the the Germans had jet planes midway, like at the end of World War Two, and we didn't start really having jet planes until. After World War Two, right. So I mean, I don't understand how we can jump that fast technology. Right. I feel like there had to be some uh, alien technology involved. Yeah, yeah. Because that was state of the art. Like, how the heck do you go from nothing to that? Like, that's one hell of a jump. Yeah, I think I actually think that U two may have been built in like either fifty two or fifty five. The U two spy plane. Which could fly at like sixty thousand feet, you know, three hundred some miles per hour. Yeah, and those guys wore almost like astronaut suits. Exactly, because they flew so high. Let me just—I'm looking it up real quick. Just want to confirm. Yeah, let's confirm that. I don't want to be given no false information. Right. When was the U two spy plane created? Invented? Says, uh, the first ever built. Uh, was known as the Dragon Lady, has been in service since 1956. 
Okay. Prototype. Well, I, was close. I said 55. <laughs> 55, a prototype, prototype flew in 1955. Yeah, and then they have their test pods fly it, which was a very dangerous job. Yeah, like I mean, it's a brand new aircraft. It was like, go ahead and jump at it and see what it does. Okay, well, it might not work at all. You might fall out of the sky. We don't know, but go ahead and try it. <laughs> right, but that's awesome. But yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't understand like how we jump that fast. Oh yeah, and like. Well, I, mean, I think I spoke to you before about how Eisenhower, when he was president, supposedly was at like a, a conference, presidential conference thing in California, and they rushed him out to go to Denver. And there's a, air, there's a secret airfield base in Denver, too. And supposedly, he went to meet with a ship, an alien spacecraft, and went on board and was on for hours and then came back out. Really? Yes. And supposedly the theory is, I'm going to call it a conspiracy theory, is he made a deal with the gray aliens. Everybody knows about the grays, right? The ones that abduct people. That they're allowed to abduct so many people a year and also do those like cattle mutilations and trade for technology. And then all of a sudden, bam, what happens? We got these awesome jets. That is very compelling. We got invisible aircraft, like the stealth bomber, stealth fighter. All right. So my, my another one of my arguments is, so the Korean War was raging at that time. Yes. We saw World War II airplanes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys ever watched the uh, TV show MASH. We had, like, oh, basically yeah. shitty helicopters back then. Right. The little bubble ones. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, the little pieces of shit that just, like... Mm-hmm. You're like, I would not climb in that. If, you know what right. I mean? But I just don't understand how we, we go from World War II airplanes to, like, go flying into orbit, basically. Like, because yeah. that's basically how far up they are. Well, even think about it too, Shane. The helicopter wasn't even, like, I mean, they might have had prototypes, but nothing really worked till Korea, till the 50s. Right. Now we got, what, the Apache and the Cobra? That's got all this stealth technology, night vision. You can hit a target 10 miles away with a rocket. You know, it's, it's insane. And I think the stealth technology is one of the biggest things we got from the aliens. I agree. But they can cloak themselves. Their aircraft, you know that, right? Yes, that they that, can look like a cloud, or they can just disappear completely. <laughs> I think they can shape shift, like oh yeah, the, the, the little pill thing that that uh that the ship saw off the coast of San Diego or San Diego or California or whatever it was. Yeah. I believe they can make themselves smaller so they don't stand out because they're gonna if people would see and start freaking out. If my God, like a giant ass pill started flying through the sky. Well, since you're able to like do some research, um. Look up the Battle of Los Angeles. I think it was in 45. Yeah, isn't that when the military shot at a what they alien spacecraft out over the Pacific (laughs) or Pacific Ocean? But those guys said it was a freaking military blimp. Like, my God. Yeah, balloon or something like that. Yeah. I forgot our military is and like. Yeah, let's open up fire with everything we got for nothing for a balloon. (laughs) Yeah, like, I've come on now. Like, 
I don't I don't feel like those men are that stupid to be doing that. Exactly. Um, you hear any word from Robert? Uh, there's no update yet. Um, he he might be joining us later. We'll see. Okay. Well, maybe send him send him out another uh, invite and see what he does. Another topic I'd like to jump into mm-hmm. is we don't even know if all these aliens that are out there visiting are hostile or not. I mean, everything we know about aliens comes from Hollywood. We right. know Hollywood's a bunch of bullshit anyway. Yeah, Independence Day. Great movie, though. But just... Yeah, like, it's all these aliens slaughtering innocent people. Right. To come back, like, alien abductions are really the only thing. Right. You know, like, that's the only thing they got. Like, right. who says that these people are, like, like, who says aliens are hostile? I don't believe they all are. But even like the Greys, if they abduct people, they always put them back. It isn't like they just go missing. Yeah, maybe, but maybe those people have terrible experiences. <laughs> yeah, I, I I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think they're all hostile. Right. Like, yeah, like, we're, we're all terrified of them because Hollywood, and that's what was drilled into our head to be scared of them. Right, exactly. But there's no physical proof, in my opinion. That they are hostile. I don't. I don't agree. All hundred percent are. I mean, I feel like they could be. I mean, let's be honest. The technology we can we be have, too. We're like a freaking ant. Oh like, yeah, they could wipe us out if they wanted to. So I mean, we can't really be hostile towards them. What the hell are they gonna? What What, what are we gonna do? Right. Oh, like we spoke about. I think I don't know if we spoke about it in the last episode or not. Or just could, could have been a conversation we had on the phone. Just look at our look at our world. Not everybody's hostile, but other people in our world are. That is other countries are, you know. Yeah. Just the same, I think, with other planets. You know, aliens from other galaxies or dimensions, even universes. There, there's good and there's bad. That's just the way the cycle of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like in this, like in the human world, you're either good or you're a piece of shit. Right. I imagine exactly. that's. I'm, I mean, anywhere you go, I think that's. I think that applies to anywhere. Yep. On Earth, we're six billion light years away. Right. It's just amazing though that these like other species of these different worlds and planets and universes can travel that far in seconds through like wormholes. Right. You know what I mean? Or like maybe even black holes. What What's your opinions on Mars? Do you think Mars is holding alien life? I think Mars is actually, in my opinion, I think we're on Mars already. Really? Can you go Call, into more like depth about that? Colony, almost. I really do. Um, it could just be a conspiracy, but I mean, like I said, with technology today, with CG and all that crap, but I, I've seen videos on YouTube with the Mars ro- rover being all dirty, like it's like solar panels are covered in dirt, and then the next day it's all cleaned, and there's like, I saw one video, there was like a shadow 
it looked like a man wearing like kind of like a space helmet, not like the original like astronaut one, but like a mask, like like he was cleaning it. Yeah. And there's been other videos I've seen where there's like, like if you do like you know how you do Google Earth, right? If you do Google Mars, you can do Google Moon, whatever. There's actually looks like there's buildings, like structures built there. Like man-made structures. Are they us? Because I know they talked about maybe 10 years ago getting a group up to colonize Mars in 2020. Uh, Did you see the breaking news today? Oh, no, I did not. So it says NASA rover turns a tiny bit of Mars air into breathable oxygen. That's another thing I wanted. I'm glad you brought that up, Shane, because if you actually watch pictures of the rover, Mars has an atmosphere. Right. It's not a red planet. It's it's green. I mean, it's like a desert planet. Like, if you go to Arizona, there's green, there's blue. I mean, it's got color to it. It's not the red planet like they made us believe in skull. You know? Right. Then and now you just said, breaking news, the Mars rover found breathable air. Yeah, this was updated four hours ago. That's insane. So that means they no, they produced breathable air from the air or whatever the hell you call it on Mars. Yeah, I think it has more too much nitrogen in it because our oxygen is like oxygen and nitrogen. The way I understand it is they kind of made like a filter device and it came hmm. out to breathable oxygen that humans can survive. Interesting. So that's like groundbreaking. Well, that's part of that new rover they just put on there about three or four months ago. Yes, that is what it did. And then there yeah. was also there's also kind of like a helicopter on there too. Well, do you know how big that that rover is that they sent there? No. The newest one? The size of an SUV. Really? I thought these little I thought these rovers were like these little tiny like two foot by two foot little robots on tracks. But it's the size of a freaking SUV. And that's true. I saw that on uh, Fox News. They talked about it, about the size of it. <coughs> it's the size of an Explorer or a Suburban. You know what I mean? That's huge. That is big. Did you think they were that big? No, I did not. Yeah, I figured the size of like a like a box or a tote, you know. And it got there, I don't know, it only took a couple months. But there they do say there's some sort of like bacteria or something living on there. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much the only life that they found. Yeah, well, I remember, I don't know how long ago, this might have been 15, 20 years, when that meteor from Mars came, hit the Earth, and then they found, like, fossilized worms, like parasites and worms. You remember yeah. that? Yes. I don't, it was, it's been many years, but that was the only life, you know, alien life form from another planet. But I think, I've seen 
Mars rover videos that NASA forgot to blank out. And it looks like some kind of like armadillo type of creature or a lizard, like hanging out on a rock, you know. I believe Mars was inhabited at one point and it might have got too close to the sun. So now only these like certain animals and creatures can survive on it. That is true. That that is possibility. Um, I was actually talking to my brother the other day about aliens and UFOs, and he said at one point in time, the planets were so close together that you could see everything. Okay? Yeah. That's like the ancient Aztecs and the Mayans. They have drawings of Saturn with its rings. Like, how could, how, how could they know without a telescope? But they were so close at one point. You know the Grand Canyon? Yes. So it got carved out by the Colorado River, right? Yeah. Over millions of years. Well, the theory was that there was, a, like, the planets started getting closer and closer, and there's an electrical discharge. And it blew up and sent all the planets flying out because Mars actually has a similar Grand Canyon Canyon. There's all that out. Yeah, we cut out a little bit there, but continue. I hear you now. Ah, uh, so I Mars actually has a similar Grand Canyon on its surface because right. when the planets when the planets got too close, there's a giant electrical discharge. That caused our Grand Canyon. Do you really believe the Colorado River carved out a mile deep canyon? When there's been rivers is just as old and what are they eroded like five, ten feet? Yeah, but it, I don't know. It all depends on the flooding. Yeah, but the, the Colorado River ain't that big, really. I mean, it's a big river, but it ain't that big. But I don't know what kind of stone it's cutting through. Is it limestone or, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, but the theory is there was electrical discharge, and that's what caused the Grand Canyon. I'm looking it up right now here. It's limestone, so yeah, I do believe the river. Yeah, it could eat through. It could eat through pretty quick. <laughs> limestone is not that. No, it's very soft. So yeah, I do believe that the Colorado yeah, River car over a million years. And, I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying that's a conspiracy theory. You know? Yeah, but it is still weird that like the Aztecs and the Mayans had actual drawings of Saturn's rings. Like, how could they see them? Did they have the alien technology that they had telescopes? Or did the aliens come down and tell them, hey, that one planet up there, see that star? Yeah, it's got rings around it. This is what it looks like. Because they believe like the Egyptians and the Aztecs and the Mayans, which they don't exist anymore, they're gone. Actually had aliens come down and more or less they're gods. Yeah. How about last year whenever Egypt tried to like cover up Elon Musk claims about the pyramids? What do you say about it? 
Elon Musk believes the pyramids were built by aliens, and Egypt officials kind of got like pissed off at him, mm. and they got like all offended. Oh yeah, because the cutting of the stone is completely straight, like it was cut by like a saw or ra- or lasers. They said, and it fit perfectly together. And the stone they were getting was like what a five hundred miles away or something like that. The stone to build the pyramids. Yeah, it's like how did they get it there? I have no idea. I just know. <laughs> Probably a lot of slave labor if it, it was actually built like that. Right. That's what they claim. Like, but it isn't like they had power, diesel-powered cranes to lift that. No. They had a theory I saw on a show, like, oh, they rolled, a, rolled these stones on logs. It's like, yeah, but they built it in, like, well, I guess it took, like, 500 years to build it or something, didn't it? 200 years or something like that? Yes. Yeah, so maybe. I mean, that's a lot of labor. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Well, I always wanted to check out the book Chariots of the Gods. Um, It talks about more or less like ancient aliens. And the Chariots of the Gods were like UFOs and it was all about like hell. They helped build the pyramids. Even uh, what's that one in Ireland? You're Irish, right? <laughs> I'm Scottish. Uh, what's that one in Ireland with the the stones that are stacked? The Druid stones. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. How they're all placed. Yeah, like how do they lift these like 15 ton stones on top? And they're supposedly like hundreds of thousands of years old. I could be wrong. Probably on my timeline. But I am curious to see what the government is going to unfold here in the next couple months, dude. I think we're going to see a lot more Stuff on UFOs and aliens and everything like that. Yeah, I feel like they're leading us up to confirming. Yeah. Without putting the public in a panic. Yeah, like that's their goal. Well, how cool would it be to like wake up one day and Fox News got an alien race up there talking to us through like an interview, you know? It would definitely be really... I think the world would still go into panic. It would be mind-blowing. <laughs> but I think that's recent events we got covered there. Right. No word on Robert? No, no word. I don't think he's going to join us tonight. I don't think he's going to make it either. We'll get him on here in the future. Well, we'll give him a shout out. What's his name on uh, TikTok? TikTok, his name is Simplicity. Mm -hmm. Um, He makes gaming content. Um, It's really worth a check out. He's a small, small channel trying to grow kind of like we are. Right. Yeah, I looked at some of his videos and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
I'm not a big gamer myself, but I still enjoy gaming. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, you still able to hear me? Shane. Hello. Well, I think we lost Shane there for a minute. Um, he might have a bad connection. It looks like he's still connected. He's not responding. So I'll just give a quick shout out to our uh, followers and thank you again for following. And thank you for our sponsor, 80s Toys Rock. That's spelled R-O-C, 80s Toys Rock with a C. Um, if Shane can get back to us, that'd be pretty cool. I think we lost some folks, but uh, enjoying having you listen tonight. And uh, we'll see what's going on. Oh, Shane just texted leaving.